Hey guys, welcome uh, back to our uh, learning on how to be a self-feeder series. I've got my good friend, Davon Stack with us. Um, What's up guys? Appreciate you carving out some time today. Um, Davon came and spoke to our weekly meeting um, earlier this year. And so I just kind of wanted to follow up a little bit about um, uh, just kind of what it looks like to be a self-feeder in this time. But before we get going, tell us a little bit about yourself. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, as I said, my name is Davon. Last name is Stack. You forget, just a stack of pancakes, and that makes it real easy. Um, but I grew up in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, and praise the Lord, uh, I was not, you know, the Lord was good to me, so I didn't have to grow up a Gamecock fan. Um, but, yeah, I grew up, um, I grew up there. I was in church every Sunday, all of the above. Uh, but I really fell in love with the Lord, I'd say, in middle school. And um, God has completely changed some things in my life I've done. I've worked with Crusade when I was actually at, I actually worked at, with Crusade at the University of South Carolina for a few years and did the chaplaincy with their basketball team. I was the away chaplain for the football team. So when another team came in, didn't have a full-time chaplain, I would leave their service for them. Um, but it was... Uh, probably it was 2010 when uh, I got a phone call from Perimeter Church here in uh, Duluth, Georgia, well, Johns Creek, Georgia, just outside of Atlanta. And uh, they asked if I would come in and be the, uh, the outreach director for their, for their junior high students, basically all their student ministry, as it turns out. And uh, so I've been there for the past 10 years. I'm actually heading up the junior high ministry now. Um, but I just love the fact that I was, God drew me to himself when I was in middle school. And now I have the opportunity to help other students and to find out who he is at that same stage of life. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Thanks for, uh, for joining us today. So uh, kind of what I've asked all these folks I've interviewed over the past couple of weeks is um, what's it look like in this time of stillness, worry, anxiety, boredom, mm -hmm. fear, What's it look like to be a self-feeder in this time? Uh, man, honestly, it's probably one of the harder times. You would think that uh, it would be easier because we're not quite as busy. Um, but I think the, uh, one of the things of being so busy, so, so structured, is it's, uh, it kind of forces us to, to carve out time to be with the Lord, um, to carve out time to be in prayer, to meet with each other um and personally different things like that but now that uh things have kind of slowed down to a more of a 1940s and 50s type pace if you will um we are we kind of don't know what to do with our time uh we feel like well i mean i don't have to spend time with the lord right now at this point in time because i have so much more time in the day uh, i was just telling hank a little bit um that early in the, you know, some of my, uh, our, our leaders, some of our staff even are saying like, it's actually harder now than before because we don't have that schedule. They kind of say, oh, well, I can kind of push it all to a different point and it just can't really happen. And not can't really happen, it doesn't happen because you kind of just keep pushing it off and pushing it off, so. Um, but anyway, I think at this, I think what we need to do is kind of what we have to do is, is set aside that time to say, I'm going to do this now if there's nothing else setting your schedule, schedule that time um, and, and just enjoy it. Just sit back in that time and relax and rest. I'm not saying, hey, spend two hours or three hours if you can. That'd be incredible. But even if it's just 25 to 30 minutes of 
just spending some time just reading something, um, reading something in the Word. Find a book you haven't read in a while. Jump into that. Um, some things, you have your own prayer requests. You know some things your family's going through. So pray personally. Pray for yourself. Pray for a family member. Pray for a close friend or someone that you don't know that well. Uh, and then, of course, pray for our nation. Even if you pray for those four or five things, um, and just intentionally taking that time to do that, that will cover a good chunk of time. And it's allowing you to kind of reorient your heart for the day, um, just to spend some time with the Lord and help you get your day set up well, I think. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, uh, and in this, um, yeah, in this time of kind of negative, like in this just negative time, those things mm. we have to trust the Lord. We yeah. have to lean on God's good promises to us. Mm -hmm. And so um, uh, last week I was able to talk with Jeff Norris a little bit and we touched some prayer. And this week I just, um, it may seem strange in this time, but just can you tell us a little bit about fasting and how mm -hmm. maybe fasting might be a good thing for us in mm -hmm. this time, even though it feels yeah. like the strangest time in the world to try and fast from something. But anyway, yeah. um, tell us your thoughts there about that. Oh, well, I mean, honestly, fasting is something that's done. We, we typically think of fasting, of course, in like the spiritual realm, at least for those of us who, you know, grew up in church or whatever like that. But I mean, honestly, fasting is something that's done in every, in every facet, I guess you could say is a lot of it's for health reasons to kind of, reset and reorient your body kind of get you a fresh start you do it to be physically healthy um like you do the intermittent fasting my wife does that uh, she she has that 12 hour window of not having anything you know that kind of thing so um that's uh or 16 hour jeez i can't remember yeah 16 there we go 16 i should know this she's a coach but anyway <laughs> <laughs> but she has a 16 hour window where you know kind of resets her body yeah. Um, and I, I think that when I look at scripture and when I see how the Lord calls, how he's brought fasting, um, how he's called that out, how he's made that known to us, every time there's a, there's a sense of resetting, reorienting the same way. There's a, there's a bringing you to a place where you are in reliance upon the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you're fasting food, um, I was actually talking with Jeff Norris not too long ago and just saying, talking about how when you're fasting, it's a, it's an opportunity for you to, to, when you get hungry for the food to say, okay, Lord, let me be hungry for your word. And you spend some time being in his word and being fed that way. Um, I look at, I got some verses written down. I look at Isaiah 58 um, and uh, the people of Israel, they were fasting, but it was much more of a look at me type of thing. They're mm -hmm. saying, God, how come you're not rewarding us because we're not eating? And God was saying, well, that's not what I call fasting. Mm -hmm. He says, when you're feeding the poor, when you're helping the widows, and he goes through this list of things that his people weren't doing, they weren't eating, great. But he said, but that was very much a look at me type of moment. What can I get from God because I'm not doing something? And God is saying, I want it to be a true sacrifice, not just not eating, but you're giving yourself away so that in turn, your heart and those you're ministering to, their hearts can be um, pointed towards him. And that's, that's the point of fasting, to kind of reset our mindsets, um, to do something sacrificial where we're giving of ourselves. 
Um, you look at Jesus before he went into the desert. Um, you heard, you see later on in, in his ministry, he talks about how I only do what I see my father doing. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus was baptized. God called out who he was, his identity, if you will, saying, this is my son, whom I love, and whom I'm well pleased. And immediately he goes out to the desert and he fasts for 40 days. And in that time, the, Satan is attacking him using scripture and things like that. But even that, that time, the first thing that Jesus did was fast. And it helped set his heart completely, fully, even like even in a deeper way um, on the Father. And so that set him up for his ministry, um, that fasting, um, that time, that moment of time of, of that testing, that moment of time of being in his weakest moment. Um, and he had to fully rely on, on who God called him to be um, at that moment and, and who he was. So, Yeah, man, thanks. I just... <laughs> in a lot of ways, and I've thought this myself as I thought about this this time together. I was like, man, I don't feel like fasting from anything. I'm fasting from everything right now. I don't get to do I don't yeah. get to do anything I want to do right now. I'm right. You know, there's no personal ministry, uh no face-to-face ministry rather. There's mm-hmm. no trips. There's no I mean, we can't even go out go to the lake we can't go swim yeah uh and so but that's a good word to think man this is this is when i need my heart to be reset and inclined to the lord and yeah i just i love that thought about um you don't have to fast from food uh there's lots of different things um yeah yeah there's lots of different things about Hey, maybe turn off social media after dinner yeah. uh, every night or take all of Sunday off. No social media on Sundays just to really set that day apart to the Lord. And every time you just want to pull up the phone. Right. Oh, man. That's I mean, the way the phone and social media works now, it's like food because you think, oh, oh, it's there, it create there's such a need. Yeah, and being able to and to connect, even if it's not with people, but just with something. Something. Um, I would even say, you know, fasting from you know from Netflix. You have so much time, but you say, you know, I'm I'm not going to get on Netflix and Hulu or whatever you might be on. I'm going to just fast from that for the day. Um, if it's, I mean, and I would say if you can, I know some people can't always fast mm-hmm. an entire day. I understand that, but could it be a meal? Or if you're just medically, you can't do that. Well, then what else can you do? Like you said, with your phones, with social media, with um, just taking a break from all that. I mean, honestly, even working out, I'll even go as far as that. Like you might say, well, it's good. It's it's good for me. It's healthy. But some people have an unhealthy view of that, like an unhealthy body image. They're like, I have to do this so that I can be a certain whatever. And that is, you don't have to do that. God has called you. He's told us who we are. He wants us to be healthy, but yeah. if that's pulling us away from our time with him and our focus off of him, then maybe it's, hey, I'm going to fast a day or two this week from working out. So again, it's about what are we sacrificing? What are we giving up? Uh, because something, is, something has, become the, has begun to get to, to, I guess, the platform of whatever it might be, or it's begun to take a place where God should be here and it's beginning to creep up. And we got to say, no, you got to go back down. Like when John says, I must become less and he must become more. Um, what can we do to become less so that Christ can become more in our lives? Um, yeah. 
Does that answer yeah. the question is help? So good. Yeah, man. Thanks so much. And um man, appreciate your ministry there to Atlanta students and um uh we are just grateful for what y'all are doing and um mm-hmm. in this crazy time it's been a real gift to to chat with you for a minute and um so thanks for your time. Hope to see you again in the fall. Yeah, man. Appreciate you.